When it comes to weight management, we tend to focus on what we eat, but Noom's approach puts the focus on why we eat. That's a game changer. Noom uses science and personalization to help you manage your weight for the long term. Their psychology-based approach helps build better habits and behaviors that are easier to maintain. The best part? You decide how Noom fits into your life, not the other way around. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com to sign up today. What is happening? Welcome to the Plus Pitch Podcast, your morning pitching podcast from Pitchels.com. My name is Nick Pollock. Today is September 14th, and yes, we are going to talk about baseball. Do you have PL Plus? No, get out of here. This is just for PL Plus members. Thank you all so much for supporting what we do. Just a heads up, Friday, I likely will not have a Plus Pitch Podcast. We're going to see if I can do it, but I have a wedding on Thursday. I'll be gone from, uh, I won't be able to stream on Friday. All that kind of stuff. So I'm going to try and make Thursday's episode as packed as I can possibly make it with two-star pitchers and the weekend stuff. So just to make up for that. Um, but anyway, we're going to talk about today and tomorrow um, and yesterday in this one, as we always do. Joe Ryan won yesterday. Seven innings pitch, zero runs, zero hits, two walks, nine cases. I look at this as in a dark mode, by the way, on the side. You can toggle in the bottom right-hand corner. It's pretty cool. Uh, Joe Ryan, he's just going to roll with him the rest of the way. It was pretty interesting to see a curveball show up yesterday. 36% CSW was his number two offering through it 22 times. Cool to see that. Uh, I wonder if it will be the thing for him. I don't think actually was super well commanded. Lots of called strikes with it, but it wasn't one of those curveballs that really landed the bottom zone. Think like Drew Smiley, something like that. That was not what Joe Ryan had, right? So still development to be had here for Joe Ryan to really find that proper number two. Clint Kershaw, ace is going to ace for the Tatiaga, of course. Um, to say the Tatiaga is kind of weird for Tatiaga. You <laughs> Darvish as well, ace is going to ace. Adrian Sampson did really well against the Mets. Six innings, zero in runs, two hits, four walks, three Ks. Yeah, four walks and a very low CSW on the changeup and four seamer do not instill confidence moving forward. But it is Miami, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, and Cincinnati. Mm, man, uh, him and Javier Assad are super interesting right now. I prefer Javier Assad over Sampson, but both could make it work and be these sneaky, sneaky streams down the stretch. I hope they can pull it off. But we've seen guys like Ranger Suarez not take advantage of really good matchups. Maybe that is what happens for Adrian Sampson. I don't know. It's it's very pedestrian, but if you need something, he's going six innings. he got to win here. 91 pitches. Jeffrey Springs. Great stuff here against the Jays. He, had, he was limited in the previous start, but that was a piggyback with Yanni Chirinos. This was a doubleheader, so they each got their own game. Chirinos went four innings and very pedestrian. You don't want to go after that under 50 pitches. However, Jeffrey Springs, six innings, zero runs, three hits, two walks, five Ks, 19 whiffs, 10 of them on the changeup alone, 44% CSW. It's exactly what you want. It's a... Huh, it's an okay schedule. He has a better one than, say, Shane McClanahan, who we'll talk about in a moment. But I, uh, it's it's just so annoying for the Rays pitchers, Jeffrey Springs, Rasmussen, and McClanahan, really. I mean, Kluber, too, you could say. Uh, they have this terrible schedule, but you're going to start Springs the rest of the way. Luis Ortiz, you don't know who that is. And he made his MLB debut yesterday against the Cincinnati Reds for the Pittsburgh Pirates. I had zero expectations. 5.2 innings, zero runs, one hit, three walks, and five Ks. It doesn't sound like one of those that go, oh, okay, you have to understand this guy. He sat 99 miles per hour on his heater and had a slider that went eight for 27 whiffs. There were three changeups thrown. I remember the first one that he threw. If I have time, I'm going to watch this 
second inning uh, with everybody today, maybe even the first. You throw this change up, and I go, "What are you doing? Don't throw, don't don't throw this change up. It, there's no point." <laughs> uh, and it was like a fly out and like an opportunity for the guy to hit him. He doesn't locate super well. It's very much of a stuff. Here's my stuff. I'm going to try and get this in the zone kind of approach. Um, I do wonder if he's actually a little more hittable than the normal 99, like it's not a Spencer Strider fastball. Still, I, I wonder if the Pirates are going to leave him in here. I hope they do, instead of like Zach Thompson or Bryce Wilson or something like that. Uh, it's very legit, and I'm going to be watching this the rest of the year. Very, very interesting um, to see that. Um, Johan Aviedo, speaking of Pittsburgh guys, I think he did really well here too. Five innings, zero in runs, one at two walk, four Ks. Slider, 10 whiffs on 32 thrown. It's at 95 in the heater. There's more stuff that's, there's more stuff here than you'd expect. This was inside of that Jose Quintana deal, by the way, um, from the Cardinals, if you remember that name. He's still commanding things in the middle of the zone. It's either in the middle of the zone or right out of the zone, right? And that's exactly what you don't want. The circle where you want to put pitches was empty, right? Don't put it in the middle. Don't put it outside the zone. That's kind of what Aviedo did, but the stuff is so good that it was able to work in some degree against Cincinnati. He does get Cincy in two, for two more starts later on at the end of the year. Maybe we consider Aviedo for that one, but I think it's a little bit too risky. Uh, Fernando Cruz, that was a uh, bullpen game for the Reds, so don't worry about that one. Bailey Falta came through as a streamer. Now we're done because you know, he gets Atlanta twice. But good job coming through. Happy that worked out. You put him back on the wire. Kyle Wright had a bad start last time against Oakland. Went against San Francisco. Got a win. 5.1 innings. 18 wins this year, which is insane. But I don't think he's pitching that well. His curveball isn't looking good. 3 out of 28 whiffs is not it. Um, and he has a really nice schedule, so you're not going to do anything different. But I feel you. It's not great at the moment. Logan Gilbert did well against Spiders. Has a really nice schedule the rest of the way. Sweet. Still doesn't have the secondary stuff that makes me confident for next year. But fine. Good stuff. Cody Morris went against the Angels. Five walks and 3.2 innings from the Guardians. Don't care about that. Maybe you see the guy coming up today. Gaddis um, is replacing Cody Morris. We'll see. Um, Julian Merriweather opened for Mitch White, who gave you a, a poor quality start, essentially. But it's not because he didn't start the game. Uh, doesn't matter. We're not going to after Mitch White. Alec Manoa missed game one with a stomach buck. He was supposed to go that one, but made for game two. 6.2 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 2 walks, 5 Ks. Ace is going to ace. You keep starring the man. Hunter Brown went against the Tigers. Did exactly what he was supposed to do. 6 innings, 200 runs, 5 hits, 2 walks, 6 Ks. Now you could probably drop him because Justin Verland is returning this weekend. If you need to start this week, you should be dropping Hunter Brown because we don't even know if he's going to make another start. Just don't worry about that. It's it's a worse matchup than it is. Uh, I mean, it's a tougher matchup, I should say, than what he just got with the Tigers. Only six whiffs, by the way. You can move on. Michael Kopech had got Rocky Road. He did okay, but really, it was just super erratic. But he did well for your line. Five innings, turn runs, three hits, zero walks, and three Ks with a win. He still gets some really nice starts here with the Tigers back-to-back. So just keep going with that one. Corey Abbott, never. Matt Bush is hurt in a bullpen game. So poor guy. Uh, Chad Cool had the cool whip of eight base runners in 6.1 innings. But hey, essentially a poor quality start. Props to him after a tough first inning, but do not care. Jacob deGrom got a golden goal, which looks really nice on the dark mode. Um, but uh, 300 runs in six innings against the Cubs. Come on, man. You're supposed to throw a perfect game. You got a loss here because it's deGrom. Nick Pavetta against the Yankees. I guess he did okay, but... Did not help your fantasy team, save for the five strikeouts of eight base runners and 5.1 innings and three earned runs. Don't go with Pavetta. Jose Suarez, you're hoping for more than 5.1 innings, three earned runs, nine hits, and zero walks and three Ks against the Guardians after what he did before. But he gets the athletics. Uh, 
in, in like two starts, maybe you do that one. I don't know. I'm not really a huge fan of it. Merrill Kelly, yeah, didn't do well against the Dodgers. If you had dropped him before the Padres start, you would have missed out on seven runs against you. You get eight strikeouts, though. And now he gets the Padres again, and I don't know. I'm 50-50 on that one. But then it's a better set of matchups after that. So at this point, if you still have Merrill Kelly, then okay, you can hold on to it. But you get it. Um, Dean Kramer against the Nationals give you one strikeout. How am I supposed to better my bread with this? 300 runs, 8 hits, 1 walk. It's not good. You got give you a win at least. That's the only really redeemable thing of this. Um, but yeah... Not cool. Um, Garrett Cole against the Red Sox. And by the way, Dean Kramer might get the Tigers next. So I guess you want to hold on for that one. Um, didn't really come through against the Nationals, but whatever. Garrett Cole against the Red Sox. He was amazing. And then he allowed three home runs. Three home runs. And it's stupid for four earned runs. But he had 40% CSW and 21 whiffs. Drew Hutchinson, you don't start to get the Hutch. Jordan Montgomery, really disappointing against the, the Brewers. But you keep starting him. He does get the Dodgers in two starts. I hope that he does well enough in the Reds. That it makes us okay with that one. Jacob Junis, we're not doing that. Luis Sessa, sorry. When he gets the Pirates, he's not that good. He got singled out, and that's life. Chris Bubich against the Twins. He had good velocity and 40% season the curve, and it didn't matter. Don't do this. Kim Waldachuk, don't do this. And Cole Raggins, oh, I'm so sorry. Do not do this. Nine whiffs on the changeup, though. Maybe there's something there. No, don't do this. All right. Looking forward to today and tomorrow's starts. Uh, we have in the auto start tier, Dylan Cease, Corbin Burns, Christian Javier, Carlos Rodon, Charlie Morton, Luis Castillo, Nick Lodolo, Sonny Gray, Patrick Sandoval, and Adam Wainwright. I think it's all pretty straightforward. Gray gets the Royals, Sandoval gets the Guardians, and Wainwright gets the Brewers. Even though Wainwright didn't do well last time, I think you still do that. Probable start tier. You could say Ross Stripping belongs in that auto start tier against the Rays. That's fine with me. You're starting him. Uh, you're starting Romance Contreras against the Red Season My Stream pick of the day. I'm amazed that he's under 20% rostered. Uh, Edward Cabrera and Hunter Brown was above it. I don't get it. Uh, Edward Cabrera <laughs> against the uh, the Phillies is something I would do. Nesta Cortez should have about 75 pitches against the Red Sox. That's okay. Drew Rasmussen's cutter is so good that I'm going to start him against the Jays. David Peterson gets the Cubs and Kyle Gibson gets the Marlins. Those are such easy streams or you know uh, matchups that I would be doing. I know David Peterson didn't handle the Marlins last time. I'm still doing this. It is him today, not Trevor Williams, which is good. Mike Clevenger... Cal Quantrill, Drew Smiley, Dane Dunning, Zach Ranking, and J.P. Sears are the, quest- are the questionable start tiers. Clevenger gets the Mariners. I don't really know what to expect from him anymore. Cal Quantrill gets the Angels. Same there. Just, uh, Drew Smiley, I normally really like, but he gets the Mets. Uh, I think you might want to bench them be safe. Dunning against the Athletics, maybe. And Zach Ranking against the Twins. Ugh. And J.P. Sears against the Rangers. Ugh. But I can understand each of them going five innings or six innings of something. Um, you have Tyler Wells, Brian Bayo, Kyle Freeland, Patrick Corbin, Michael Grove, Zach Davies, and Joey Wentz all in that bottom tier. Pretty straightforward stuff there. Wells, I don't think, is stretched out, out enough to do well against the Nationals. Michael Grove against the Diamondbacks is coming up for the Dodgers. Maybe there could be something there, but no, I'm not going to do that. Uh, for tomorrow, you have Lance Lynn, Blake Snell, Kevin Gosman, Miles Michaelis, and Carlos Carrasco, and Lance McCullers. All in nice, easy starts. No conflict here. You're doing that. Probable start here is Pablo Lopez against the Phillies. He hasn't done well recently. The Phillies could be a little bit dangerous, but I'm still going with Pablo Lopez in the majority of opportunities. Same with Noah Syndergaard. He's a Toby gang in Miami on the other side of the ball there. That's fine. Questionable start is Shane McClanahan, which sounds really weird, but he's coming off the IL. He Last rehab start was about 12 days ago where he was rocked in AAA. He gets the Jays. I think the Rays are going to be very cautious um, with McClanahan in this one, so it's going to cap his ceiling. 
it's all those factors added up means it's a questionable start for me. I would rather just still ill it, just sit this one out, then jump back in after. Um, and then do not start here is your stream pick of the day, which stinks. It's Dylan Bundy against the Royals. I don't want to do it. But there it is. Uh, JT Brubaker is the only other really considerable option against the Mets. He did well against the Cardinals. Maybe works out here. I don't want to do it. Masson Bumgarner against the Padres. Don't want to do it. Hunter Gaddis has a really nice changeup, and he has actually gotten seven strikeouts or more in three of his last four AAA starts. Something to think about against the White Sox if you're really desperate, but I don't want to do that. He had one MLB debut. He had his MLB debut one start. 3.2 innings getting destroyed against the Astros in early August, but the Astros in MLB debut. Maybe this is a lot better. It's about 93-94 in the fastball. Uh, Caprillion against the Astros, no thanks. Daniel Lynch against the Twins, no thanks. And of course, Chase Anderson against the Cardinals, no thanks. But all right, good luck. Uh, I'll be back tomorrow for a longer podcast to ensure that you're all good and ready to go uh, for the weekend and next week. But that's going to do it for today. So my name is Nick Pollock. I'm your Babis Below, and your strikeouts high.